Wilbur Allen Rams podcast week 14 we have clinched a spot in the playoffs but I'm not totally satisfied I I still want I want to win the NFC West every year it's kind of kind of like just me I mean of course people are happy that we made the playoffs but I, I always want the NFC West especially with you know the Niners being good, the Seahawks, uh, they had a bad season, but they're still they're still competing. And of course, with the Arizona Cardinals like being number one, and they lost. And <laughs> I don't know if I'll get to that later, but yeah, I I, I kind of want the NFC West more than anything. Like it's kind of bragging rights, but it's also just some nice, you know. Even though it kind of, well, it does mean something because if you win the division. You don't get the wild card spot and, you know, helps with seeding and everything like that. But I still want the NFC West because bragging rights and, you know, especially with how competitive the NFC West has been like recently, it means something. (laughs) So, yeah, we got the playoff spot, but I still want to win the NFC West. And after today's game, we got two more games left. Yeah, season went by fast as fool. Yeah, (laughs) today was week 16 yeah because they added another week and yeah so we won against the vikings today in minnesota and this was of course on a short week because last tuesday or because they postponed our sunday game moved us to tuesday so we only had like three days four days rest pretty much and of course with covid also is that we're not having that much time to practice which isn't great at all and I don't know about the Vikings situation, but they had, I think they lost last week to the Bears on Monday night. So they're also on short rest as well. But overall, uh, let me see. We both played today. I don't think COVID was that big of a factor for both teams this time around. I think um, we we did lose Andrew Whitworth, which is a big, huge deal, but it, it didn't really, well, it kind of mattered at sometimes, but... For the most part, it didn't, which just shows how good our depth is on on offense offensive line. So I was really proud of that. But anyways, uh, let's get to it. I think the theme of today's game and the title of this podcast is kind of the idea that Sony Michelle is our saving grace for this season. <laughs> as bad as all parts of our game has or parts of our team has been defensively we we've had issues offensively we've had issues special teams you know special teams except for Matt Gay who's been spectacular all year he's the one guy that you can't really say anything about because <laughs> he's been absolutely consistent this whole entire year and Cooper Cup too but yeah Sony Michelle is gonna be the, the X factor going into the postseason for us i think he is going to be the key for us if we want to play in la in february like his ability or our ability to, to run the ball is gonna practically is gonna save our season like we can't really well we can rely on matthew stafford but but we don't want to put all the pressure on matthew stafford because i don't believe that it's going to be easy for him. I don't believe we could do it all on Matthew Stafford in the passing game. I think we've tried that all year long. We've tried to, uh, what's the word? Uh, we tried to rely on Matthew Stafford. And, I mean, you've seen how much Sean McVay loves to pass the ball, but 
you saw what happened last month when we didn't win a single game compared to this this month where we won every single game in December. The key difference is that we ran the ball with Sonny Michelle. And we ran the ball with him again today. He had a nice 100-yard game with a bunch of great runs. And every time we decided to not run the ball, we had a lot of a lot of failure is what I was trying to say. A lot of stalled drives, a lot of missed passes, a lot of, well, there's three interceptions today, and I'll get to that in a second. But every time we ran the ball today, it was good news. And again, again, for the millionth time, like Sean McVay's offense, no matter who's quarterback, it could be Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, especially after this week, uh, Kyler Murray, doesn't matter. Sean McVay's offense will always be run-based offense. And there's nothing he can do about it. And as long as we keep feeding the ball to Sony Michelle, we will be fine. And we will see if Sean McVay will finally figure out that we are we need to run the ball. And hopefully we might mess around and go to the Super Bowl. But I gotta talk about that's you know, that's the future and I gotta talk about today's game, of course, you know, we're trying to live in the present. So So yeah, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford. Um not really a good game today i think i'll start with the positives like when he was accurate today he was pretty accurate i mean the one throw to cooper cup the big throw to cooper cup that put his in the i forgot if he scored a touchdown or, yeah i think it did but it was a nice throw going to his left across his body corner out to uh cooper cup which is a really hard throw and he made that throw and that was great and then getting it done with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. in the end zone. I think OBJ shook off a defender one-on-one. And all Matthew Stafford had to do was pass the ball, and he did. So congrats on those passes. But the bad, the bad stuff is like what I'm really worried about. And it's, uh, it's a lot of things. The interceptions, the three interceptions today. But there's a lot of missed passes, of course. And, you know, Matthew Stafford's... Uh, accuracy and consistency is like the thing i've been saying all season long is that that's his issue and it was seen today like i think every week we kind of pray that matthew <laughs> or at least i pray that matthew stafford's gonna have great accuracy in the in the game and i guess um today wasn't that day <laughs> it really was really frustrating for the most part but let's get to it Three interceptions today, most that he's had in a Rams uniform. Okay, the first interception was entirely his fault. (laughs) The first interception happened when, well, context-wise, Brian Allen, our center, starting center, he got injured with his knee or something like that. Something happened with him. We put in, like, a backup at center or something. We moved somebody to center. I think it was Shelton. Shelton at center. And he gets blown past by the defender, Vikings defender. And all of a sudden, Matthew Stafford has pressure right in his face. Uh, Matthew Stafford somehow dis- uh, somehow ducks past that defender trying to sack him, which was incredible in its own right, which is great. And he extends the play. But right after, the, the play he did right after was absolutely bizarre. Like, he throws he throws it right to, like, a Vikings defender right in front of him. Not yeah. It's impossible for him to not see him. Like I guess he thought that he wasn't in, he wasn't gonna be in that area. But 
it's like shades of Jared Goff. Like, I think that's a very Jared Goff-esque interception. Because <laughs> he's trying to throw it to the out route, which, who's wide open, but the linebacker got in right in between as he was trying to throw the ball. And that's just, that's a, that's a play that I think Jared Goff would make, but not Matthew Stafford. So I was really disappointed in that. <laughs> and that was the first interception. That's fine. I think they scored like three points. We got away with it again because of our defense. The next um, play was in the second half. I think the second half, he was doing the same play that he had converted successfully in Arizona a couple weeks ago. I forgot when. Whenever we beat the Cardinals, I think it was two weeks ago. But it was that deep, deep lob to Justin Jefferson, doing like a corner or post route across the field, and he he blows by the safety and all that stuff. And all he has to do is just throw a deep lob, an accurate deep lob, right to like where he's running to like while he's running you know and he did that perfectly in Arizona and he had that same opportunity today he was being kind of ballsy with it this today in this game because like he he was Justin Jefferson was actually uh oh no our Jefferson Van Van Jefferson (laughs) sorry Van Jefferson ran past two defenders the safety and the cornerback and he he beat them and all Matthew Stafford had to do was just throw it deep enough, and it's probably a touchdown. And if he misses, it's an interception. In this play, I noticed it like right after, or right when he threw it. They didn't show a replay, but right after, like he threw the ball instantly, he got hit from behind. And I don't know if that affected his uh, throwing his deep power or anything, but it something did. It's either that or it's just his inconsistencies coming through again. But he underthrew uh, Van Jefferson, and he was picked off, rightfully so, from the safety underneath. And that was interception number two. But it didn't really matter because it was basically a punt. And I don't blame him for trying that ball. I just wish he threw it a bit far further, but I'm glad that he tried it. So I'm not really tripping. The third interception was, uh, what was it? It was back at our own territory again. That's the first interception, and it's we still have the lead at this time, and we've gotten away with so much with their defense, and now he's throwing the ball, and then it gets tipped at the line of scrimmage, and it gets tipped into the air, and it's one of those perfect tips by the defender that just floats in the air like a volleyball, <laughs> like volleyball players do when they tip it for like a strike, whatever the hell they call it. I don't, I don't really watch volleyball, but it tips like perfectly in the air and it gets picked off by the linebacker the same linebacker that picked it off earlier that one's not entirely Matthew Stafford's fault like (laughs) the play that he was trying to get was like Tyler Higby doing like a post route or hook route but it was like a hook route to Tyler Higby and it was already kind of a sketchy play but it was again it's not really his fault so those are the three interceptions and as you can see it wasn't really that bad but Besides the first interception, which is really bizarre, in my opinion. But the uh, plays for Matthew Stafford that really kind of pissed me off today was just all the passes that he missed. It was um, those accuracy issues. And mostly to Odell Beckham Jr. I think he missed him a couple times, underthrown balls to like a wide open OBJ that he should make. And that those are passes that Jared Goff made back then if he if Jared Goff could make it he could make it too so but the uh big play that was really frustrating I think it was like third quarter 
think uh, Vikings are starting to uh, starting to come back and get momentum, and we just offensively we're kind of stuck. So it's like third and two, and we uh, do a play action pass. It was like the typical the typical McVay play action pass where um of course the play action and then wide receivers do crosses across the field you know cooper cup doing a drag dragging across the field and then van jefferson probably doing like a post route and then whoever the it, it used to be robert woods but now it's uh, odell beckham jr that's doing the route across the field the deep cross around down the field and this play he got him and it, he actually had him wide open Odell Randall route perfectly they bid on the play action I think they were biting on Cooper Cup as well doing the crossing round I think a bunch of defenders went on to him and they left OBJ, OBJ wide open on a crossing route and this was like a for sure touchdown it would have been like a 60 70 yard touchdown bomb to OBJ except that Matthew Stafford threw like an absolute duck an absolute dud that fell short like 10 yards it was really probably like the most frustrating incompletion that i've seen from matthew stafford so far <laughs> and it really proves my point about stafford's issues with his accuracy because it's again it's like he's not really under pressure it's not like the cleanest pocket but it's plays that you expect like a, your franchise quarterback or slash um one of the top quarterbacks in the league to make so for him to uh miss those miss that pass it was just really frustrating and yep nothing you could do about it but again he came up and he came through in the end with making those other big passes but it's still like a big issue that i feel might cost us in the end because i don't even know anymore like i don't know if it's like an injury issue i don't know if it's a weather thing because they were playing in a dome <laughs> in minnesota i mean it's not that cold at the end of the day like offensively even with cooper cup as well like we can't just rely on a passing game we need to run the ball with sony michelle like we did today and it was like no coincidence that every time we ran away from the running game like everything went to shit <laughs> and the same thing started happening like the missed passes the failed drives like everything and again going back to sony michelle like for one the blocking's been great like the offensive line of course no whitworth and everybody's kind of beat up brian allen was gone but the blocking's been superb by the offensive line and then you know cooper cup and van jefferson and i saw odell beckham jr getting it in as well and don't forget that um tyler higby came back and that was huge like that was really huge because you know he blocks and he catches so with everybody back like we had to run the ball like 20, 30 times a game for to be successful, in, in my opinion. But again, that's up to Sean McVay. He really loves passing the ball. But I mean, at, for me, I feel like at least throw in like a play action, at least use the running game to pass, you know. <laughs> Where, you know, throw in the fake jet sweeps and everything. You know, we don't have Robert Woods, but still. Lastly, about the run game, um, Sony Michelle has been carrying the load for the most part i don't know if it's because uh daryl henderson's injured but he came in today and he had like an 18 yard run <laughs> he just had like one carry for like 18 yards which was really good so i he, he's definitely not injured but sony michelle's been running so well again i really had to commend him for running like not just blocking but just the running from sony michelle how he's reading 
the zone blocking, the zone reads, all his cuts are perfect. He's hitting the holes, he's making holes. <laughs> he's really running well. And so again, feed Sony Michelle. And I again Sony Michelle is the key to our offense at least. <laughs> the defense, yeah, defense was really good today. I mentioned that they saved us a lot of times. Had a pick in the end zone. I think it was Darius Williams that tipped it up. And it was intercepted. Forgot forgot who it was, but it was like a first time interception. So that was good. Ernest Jones got hurt. We need him. <laughs> I don't think the defense wasn't entirely perfect, but I again they got it done. Uh, I'll I guess I'll finish it with um, the special teams. I have to do a special team shout out to uh, Brandon Powell, but well I'll go first with uh, Matt Gay. I don't talk too much about Matt Gay, but Matt Gay sec- secretly has been having a phenomenal year as kicker and. There was a time where we didn't have a kicker, (laughs) but Matt Gay's been absolutely perfect for us. Like, he's been nailing kick after kick, and I don't give him enough credit. So, yeah, shout out to uh, you, Matt Gay, for being perfect, as you always are. But the game ball, besides Sony Michelle, I think has to go to uh, Brandon Powell. So, it, it wasn't that long ago that punt returns was... An absolutely dreadful nightmarish event for for Rams fans. <laughs> it's been a nightmare. Like every time, like I get nightmares thinking about punt returns. Like every time I see the punt go up, like I I swear, like I think we're gonna fumble it. And that's what's been happening this whole season. Like our punt return team has been dreadful, even with Cooper Cup. Well, Cooper Cup does a good job at fair catching. But, man, we we threw everybody back there. But I think it's we could finally say that we finally found somebody. Thank God. And his name is Brandon Powell. I know I noticed that he was a good returner in the fact that he could actually feel punts. But, <laughs> but he could also run it back, too. I saw his speed. I saw his IQ when running. And I was really fascinated with it. So today's punt. I swear to God, like, I swear he was about to fumble it. Like, it looked like he... It was one of those short, muffed punts that could kind of be act like a screwball or like a change-up curveball. So it had disaster written all over it. <laughs> but I saw Brandon, pa- Brandon Powell. I saw him um, catch the ball, and then he tumbled for a little bit. So I immediately thought he fumbled the ball, but he didn't. And immediately he picked it up, and then he just started sprinting. And then he started, he kept running, kept running. He pointed out a blocker and then he ran all the way for a touchdown. And I just, I was in awe. And it was like the first punt return TD TD that we've had since uh, 2015. And I don't know if you guys remember his name, but I definitely remember the name is Tavon Austin. If you remember him from West Virginia, our guy. (laughs) I could do a whole episode on Tavon Austin, but yeah, it's been that long. And it's crazy because I, I could have sworn that Farrell Cooper returned one back then because he was part of the Sean McVay era as well. And <laughs> yeah, shout out to Brandon Powell. There's a lot of great blocking on that play. And I give credit to Powell too because like, he ran it perfectly. He's super fast, but the blocking was superb on that punt return. Like, that's kind of what I like about special teams and it's not just I mean the whole NFL is a team sport but 
all the blocking that I saw on that return was perfect. Like everybody kind of, kind of like created this, this lane, this outside lane for him to run through, and it was just perfect blocking. And I was right after um, Stafford missed that OBJ for sure touchdown, like when he underthrew him. So our offense was pretty much dead, and the game was like in the balance or whatever they say. <laughs> It could have gone either way, and for Brandon Powell to return that for a touchdown, put us up like 10, pretty much iced the, iced the game for us on that one. And what other things? Damn, I'm tired. Uh, other things, uh, um, for the Vikings, they, they didn't have Dalvin Cook, but their running game still looks good. forgot his name. Justin Jefferson is really, really good. Uh, he, get, he, did get, he did get locked down by Jalen Ramsey. In my opinion, I, in my opinion, opinion, I, th- I, th- I really think he did. I don't know the stats, but I think they went one on one a couple of times and he locked them down. But I think he still had like a hundred yards, like because he would, you know, we would play zone and all that stuff. But Justin Jefferson is really, really good wide receiver. I think he's gonna be one of the best for years to come. I think he's not really Rand. He's not Randy Moss, but he's gonna definitely reach his numbers he's gonna reach randy moss's records in minnesota because that guy's really good cooper cup again great game got a nice 10 catches i think uh 100 yards like always <laughs> like it's I'm, it's crazy how numb i'm numb i'm becoming to like cooper cup's performances like he just does it every week <laughs> and i like kind of like aaron donald like I'll see Aaron Donald like bust through an offensive lineman and it's just business as usual and I just don't I take it for granted sometimes <laughs> it's not my fault I've, I've watched him for like years now but Cooper Cup as well like he's just seeing him get like 10 for 100 just makes more makes a lot of sense <laughs> and he had a great game blocking and just do, doing everything as well and yeah we are on top of the NFC West right now uh only team that really has a chance to take a took over is the Cardinals because the Niners lost on Thursday to the Titans. I think they they got an issue with Jimmy G. For us, like the longer Jimmy G stays in Santa Clara is is good for us, like because he's obviously he's obviously not the guy, and hopefully that charade keeps up. Either that, or maybe they throw in Trey Lance too early. And it shatters his confidence. <laughs> I don't wish on anybody's demise, to be honest with you. But I mean, the Niners are really like one player away from another Super Bowl run. And <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I, I mean, I wish Trey Lance the best, the best. But I mean, not not that much success. Like you could, you could, you could, you could go, you can go eight and eight, and that's that's good enough not in not not more but yeah trey lance uh man we just need we just need jimmy g to stay the starting quarterback as long as possible (laughs) but we'll see the niners will definitely make the playoffs and we might see them so there's that and then the cardinals are on a free fall right now they're on a downfall three straight losses have no idea what's going on but they lost to detroit and then they lost to Indianapolis, which is crazy. 
I mean, not really crazy because Indianapolis is good, but I mean, like, losing three straight and then being so bad at home. And then the Seahawks lost to the Bears, but nobody cares because the Seahawks suck and their season is over and Russell Wilson is leaving and they don't have a quarterback to replace him, so they're going to be sucky for the next 20 years. And yeah, <laughs> but that'll do it. That's a good W today against Minnesota. We have the Ravens next week and they suck really bad now because their whole team's injured. So we need to use that to rest before that week 18 matchup against the Niners to propel us into the playoffs. And yeah, until then, peace and Merry Christmas. <laughs>